As the European Commission prepares its new proposal on the circular economy, members of the European Parliament will vote next week on a strategic report on resource efficiency to move towards a circular economy. But what's this all about? Stay with us and we'll explain it to you. If we maintain our current growth and consumption levels, we may need two planets worth of resources by 2030. This is obviously impossible, so we have two ways to face this challenge. One is simply consuming less, another is moving towards a circular economy. So what does this mean exactly? It's actually fairly simple. The traditional linear economic model is based on a make-consume throwaway pattern as it assumes that resources are abundant, available and cheap to dispose of. In other words, a company produces a good, say a power drill or a leather bag, we buy it, we use it, and when it stops working or we're just tired of it, we throw it away. In contrast to this, in a circular economy, consumption is based on reuse, repair, refurbishment and recycling in an almost closed loop, which means that you would maybe not buy a new power drill in the first place, but a second-hand one, or you may decide to rent one for the five or six times a year you actually need it. Moving towards a more circular economy has an environmental, social and economic rationale. It could reduce pressures on the environment and have positive effects on biodiversity and human health. At the same time, better eco-design, waste prevention and reuse could bring net savings for EU businesses of up to 600 billion euros and help create 2 million new jobs. Yes, the theory is simple enough and the estimated gains quite promising, but the challenge comes in the practicalities. For instance, a circular economy first requires a change in consumer behaviour and business models. And what's more, reduced demand for raw materials could threaten a share of the 350,000 jobs in the European mining industry. Other barriers which are key enablers for the transition to a circular economy, such as markets for secondary raw materials, are still missing and every country treats its waste in a different way. So now that we've seen the pros and cons of the theory, let's see what's happening at the political level. In July 2014, the European Commission put forward a circular economy package, but the proposal on waste management included in it was withdrawn earlier this year. A new, more ambitious circular economy strategy is expected late in 2015 to transform Europe into a more competitive, resource-efficient economy. So what is the European Parliament doing in the meantime? Well, just a couple of weeks ago, the Envy Committee adopted a strategic report on resource efficiency to move towards a circular economy. While endorsing the Commission's approach, it calls for binding waste reduction and resource efficiency targets at both EU and national levels. The report also calls for revamped eco-design legislation and measures to break the link between growth and the use of natural resources. So what's next? The next step will be submitting the report to a plenary vote during next week's session in Strasbourg, where all MEPs and not only those sitting on the Envy Committee will have a say on it. You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. 